Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is an honor to have each and every one of you in the audience today. Thank you for, well, just taking a moment of your time. Listen to this show, whether it is live right now, Political Coffee is the name of the show, or it is on the podcast, which you can listen to every day shortly after the show is over. If you go to kslm.news and click on podcasts, scroll down to Political Coffee, click on that, and you can look at each day's show and the basic topics that I cover on that show in the headline and in the actual links of the stories. It's all about Betsy. Or is it? There's lots being written about Betsy Johnson right now, including a Daily Beast story that um, has some interesting poll numbers in it that I have not heard from others. I'll tell you a story about an activist that I had lunch with yesterday who frankly looks at the uh, poll numbers, is backing a particular candidate, and their poll numbers reveal what Stan Pulliam's poll numbers that he's out talking about, what his reveal, not what Betsy's poll numbers are revealing that are, frankly, here are on uh, in this particular article. Um, other things that are in the news, including Tracy Kramer joins us. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, she is running for the Oregon House of Representatives in District 22 in the primary. She does have an opponent. And we will talk with her about why she's running and what she thinks really are the issues that um, represent the desires beliefs of the people in House District 22 as as it is newly constituted, because it is a different district now, and we'll get to see all of that as uh, we go along here. Uh, That's this interview with Tracy Kramer at the bottom of the hour. Now, uh, there's other things that are going on out there. Uh, Bridget Barton uh, has a great uh, piece here. She she put out uh, a piece about test scores drop. This is in the Oregon Catalyst, by the way. Test scores in public education drop as schools refuse to use winning methods. She talks about how over the last year, 10 years, the progressive leftists who run our state school system have shoved academic basics aside. Instead, they've prioritized their own political agendas and introduced divisive curriculum that teaches our kids to hate America, question their relationships with other kids based on skin color, and wonder whether they're a boy or a girl. Oregon, she writes, is one of only seven states without a law that requires a specific number of school days each year. And when school is in season, our kids are spending precious classroom time being indoctrinated instead of education, 
educated. The results are devastating. Then she goes on to talk about parents' rights. Um, Portland Public Schools' recent scores show half of all third graders are not reading at grade level. Folks, that's half, 50%, are not reading at grade level at the third grade. The Oregonian reported that only 19% of black third graders in the district can read proficiently, and Latino fourth graders are full year behind. Where's Black Lives Matter? Why aren't they protesting in front of the schools? Why isn't Antifa attacking the schools? Well, you know what. She goes on to talk about uh, Mississippi and Alabama used phonics programs 10 years ago, or almost 10 years ago, that Oregon politicians ridiculed for their education results. Moving towards phonics-based reading programs? Well, guess what? Reading scores for their kids have leaped forward. What about Oregon's kids? Well, phonics-based, phonics works, you know it does, it always has, because it's based on the human brain, right? So it has been introduced in Portland public schools, but only on a voluntary basis and only for those teachers that are interested. The the district, Portland public schools, has phonics materials for up to 1,000 of their teachers. Only 64 teachers decided to participate in the training. And then she goes on to talk about other curriculums and so forth. It's a great piece. Um, I will have it up on uh, the show plan today. But here's the question I have for you. If you read this, is this the kind of thing that moves voters? I mean, it's right in every word. And she's 100% correct. But is this how you win an election against a Democrat like Tina Kotek? There's other stuff that's going on out there, including this story about Betsy Johnson. Now, there's actually more than one story about uh, Betsy Johnson here. But the reality is this. She is going to either help elect a Republican governor or... She thinks she can win. Now, just based on the amount of money that she's been able to raise, you could make the case either way. You really could. You could say that some Republican donors traditionally give to conservative candidates and give to Republican candidates for both governor and and other institutions and uh, candidates that they're giving to her because they think she can suck away enough votes to hurt the Democrats. Okay. Or you could say that, frankly, they really believe that she can win. So there you go. We're going to talk about all of that today. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 
am. Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor that you can truly trust. And again, you don't take my word for it. Just look at the very satisfied customer comments. It's on his website, RighteousRenovations.com. He's a man of faith, and he works very hard at living it in his life, in his business, how he treats you as the customer. And that's critical because literally one of the things they specialize in is kitchen remodels. And if you only have one kitchen in your house and it's tore up for weeks, your life is miserable and that of your family. That's not how they operate at Righteous Renovations. Check out their website, RighteousRenovations.com. Look at some of the great before and after photos of projects they've done like kitchen remodels. And then read the satisfied customer comments. And I think you'll come to that same conclusion that I certainly have. They do it right. And they respect you. RighteousRenovations.com Now, There is in this, um, oh, by the way, thanks to, when I started the show, I said it's all about uh, Betsy. I got a, where was this? I got it from Avis, I think. Where did I get this from? No. From Barbara. Now, folks, Barbara writes an email. She sends forwards me an email from Betsy for Oregon. It's Betsy Johnson's pack, her name of her campaign. And she says, FYI, as you predicted, the attacks to begin. So, folks, if you know Betsy, you know she is very um, outspoken. Okay, She would hate me for saying this. But we're old friends. We served together in the House. But I, I got to tell you, she is Trump's. She is Oregon's Trump, rather, because of her bluntness. People like that. She <laughs> describes herself as the chew toy for the left and for the right, both parties. Now, that's in this email. But she really hits hard on this national group that was that I talked about earlier in the week, right? That is signaling exactly where they're going to go, how they're going to attack her. It's going to be about her ethics. Okay? The charges against her of feathering her own nest and corruption and yada, yada, yada. So she starts off this email by saying, it started. And you went around for governor independent of the two major political parties that both sides would try to use me as a chew toy. That's just vintage Betsy, folks. She continues, this week, a national group funded by the Democrat Governors Association announced they would be running ads attacking me. This national partisan group knows I'm the only thing standing in the way of four more years of failed policies and failed leadership under Kate Brown and Tina Kotek. They want to defend the status quo. I want to change it. Then she goes on to talk about both parties. So she also asks you to share her speech, 
which is a link you can click on. And it says, she says, before they distort my record, I need you to share my speech with all your family and friends. Give them a chance to hear directly from me before they hear from someone else about me. And of course, she asked for money. And there's, uh, you can just watch her speech because it takes her to, takes you to the website, runbetsyrun.com. That's just, again, this is quintessential uh, Betsy Johnson. And says, meet the woman behind the glasses, why she's running and how she'll force the two parties to work together. Okay, there you go. The Daily Beast story about Betsy is entitled, Meet the Candidate Who Could Crush Dem Dreams in Oregon. And then under that, it says, No Party, No Mercy. That also describes Betsy to some extent. Believe me, she's smart. She knows how to cut a deal. She obviously has. Lots of them that I, as a conservative, and her friend would passionately disagree with her with. We'll talk more about this Daily Beast article in a moment, including the interesting poll numbers that she says there are. Frankly, they don't line up with other candidates. So we'll talk about that on the other side. Don't go away. It's 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour, 503-589-1220. Is that Power Buke GMC talk line? Great to have you with us today. Tracy Kramer is running for House District 22 as a Republican in the contested primary. She will join us at the bottom of the hour. Talk about why she is running and what the newly constituted House District 22 looks like now. By the way, Fox Business is showing showing this right now as uh, I have Fox Business on in the studio. Joe Biden's latest poll numbers from the liberal Quinnipiac University poll. Just 33% of Americans, this is also a gateway pundit story, now approve of Joe Biden's job performance. 33%. Now, and then the, the gateway pundit says, pundit says, all the lies from Jen Psaki aren't going to make this pig fly. Now, what's interesting about this is that Democrats say, you know what? Look at these inflation numbers. Ronald Reagan had similar inflation numbers. Uh, you know, not long, yeah, about this point in his presidency, and he had low approval ratings like this, and look at how he got elected. Yeah, that's right. He did. He did get reelected by huge numbers. But he didn't do what Joe Biden's doing. He isn't doubling down on the stupidity of their ideas that are causing 
high inflation that ain't going away, folks, is because it's the base ideas. Reagan and the Republicans did just the opposite. They cut taxes. They stopped unnecessary regulation. The economy turned around very quickly and boomed. And Reagan got elected in a 49-state sweep over Walter Mondale, or as Rush used to say, Mondole. Anyway, uh, it's, it's a powerful thing. Betsy Johnson's, and Glenn, hang on, I'm going to get to you in a second here. Betsy Johnson's poll numbers. One independent show, poll showed her After hearing a positive message about Betsy Johnson, 30% of respondents supported her, compared to 24% who would support a generic Democrat and 17% would support a generic Republican. And there's a link, by the way, in this Daily Beast story to this independent poll. It was a Willamette Week. This DHM's poll uh, that was published February 1st. Now, they will be using this. She is using it clearly to raise money. And it's it's how you do that. It's how you get more money. But the other polls don't show this. And this is long before the powerful negative attacks from the left hit Betts Johnson. The left's going to spend all their money killing and destroying Betsy Johnson. If they can, they may not be able to. They may not be able to do that. Folks, Freedom Heating and Air is this great company that looks after you if you have an emergency need with your heating and cooling system in your home. You know, 30 degrees out there today, pretty cold. And if your heating system isn't keeping up, give them a call. They'll get out to you right away today. Emergency services is what they do. It's one of the things they do really, really well. 503-580-1456, 580-1456. 503-580-1456, 580-1456, or check them out on the web at freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Let's go to Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Yeah, Jeff, I was in uh, Betsy's uh, uh, district for a long time, met her many occasions. She reminds me of the, the big girl on the quarter horse with big spurs. She knows that Capitol <laughs> building like none other. She knows where all the skeletons are at. And yep. she will not mince. She will not hold back. I, I, I like her very much so. And if anybody can turn anybody on their ear, including the uh, the media, she can. Okay, so I think you're right about that. So here's the question: Does that cause her to have enough votes to actually win, or does she just take away two Democrat votes? For every one Republican vote she gets, thereby giving Republicans a 50-50 chance at winning. What do you think happens? Here's the mystery. She's older. We're older. We want to vote for her. The new generation, if they like the cutesy girls to to be uh, on camera, they're not going to vote for her. But they don't care about principle. If there's enough of us to gang up together that are left, we can put her over the top, and if she can inform the younger ones about who she really is and get their vote and that she's going to give them a better life, she can win. 
Well, that's what she has to communicate. Okay, and she has to do that in a way that is more emotional. Because again, you know this, Glenn. Everything's emotional today, and how people vote. She's got to do it in an emotional way that can overcome the expected attacks against her that are mostly going to come from the left. In fact, I'm going to tell you, I don't think Republicans need to spend a dime attacking her. I really don't. No. Because the Democrats are going to do it. If Because the primary is happening in this high, high gasoline, high cost of living. If she can bring a reason for the young folks to, uh, to believe that she can steer around Oregon and bring down taxes and bring down those fuel prices and food prices by uh, shaping uh, what's going on in, in that uh, uh, ivory building in Salem, if she can convince them that she can make a change, they'll vote for her. They won't care about her looks. I think you're right. I don't think looks have anything to do with it. I think right now it's all about... Are you going to fix what's broken in Oregon? That's what I think. Glenn, thanks. A very astute observation. Folks, at 6.30, back in a moment with Tracy Kramer. Running for House District 22 in a contested Republican primary. Stick around. You want to hear this? Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us today on Political Coffee, the show where we talk about the political issues of the day and how they impact your life and how you can use them to change your world. We do that by giving you ideas and thoughts about how you can have persuasive conversations with persuadable people in your world. That's how we change Oregon. Frankly, that's how we change America, including a whole lot of prayer. Joining us right now is Tracy Kramer. She is uh, running as a Republican in House District 22. Uh, which is uh, stretches from Woodburn down into Salem. Cra- Tracy, good morning. Great to have you with us. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. All right, Tracy. So the the first question I always ask every candidate that I interview: Why are you running? <laughs> um, so I was born and raised in this district. Um, my husband and I have three young children. And I never saw myself in this political world at all. Um, However, I am so sick and tired of seeing what's going on. Um, So I've actually, you know, in a sense, been almost forced to run because I'm so sick and tired of what's going on. I have three young kids that are going to be raised here in this district. Um, it's... Hi there. Uh, sorry about that. For some recent week. So, so start over. You you have uh, three young children, and um, they're in the school district in the Woodburn School District. Is that right, or Salem? 
Well, they're too little. So I have twins oh, that are okay. two years old and an 11 month old. So they're not currently in the school system, which is why I'm getting involved now. <laughs> well, it makes good sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't like what's being taught in schools. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's a, it's a shame. Um, I think the last two years it's been completely out of control with the, with COVID and the mandates. And, um, of course now they're pushing this critical race theory and, um, you know, in my opinion, it's completely out of control. It's not where the government belongs. It's not where, um, these individuals don't belong in, in my children's lives in that manner. Um, so I'm, I'm really tired of seeing it. I'm frustrated. I'm, I guess I'm frustrated enough and mad enough to get involved. Well, those are uh, those are reasons why pe- people typically do get involved in politics. Has been my personal experience. You know, the old saying is, "When your ox is getting gored, uh, you take steps to stop that from from happening." So, um, I believe me, I get it. Are, are, let me ask you this: Are you running into other parents who feel the way you do? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um... You know, I didn't know what, I didn't really know how that would, um, what that was going to look like in this particular district, considering the past voting records of this district has been primarily uh, Democrat, a Democrat held seat. Um, but no, I am running into people all the time. People, everybody is fed up. We are so sick and tired of this. You know, I think across the board, most people can acknowledge and understand that um, they don't want their children taught this. You know, this is not the this is not the department for um, for the school system. This is not what they should be teaching. This is not their area at all. Um, this is this is a, the parents' choice, and we need to go back to that. We need to leave it up to the parents. All right. So we're talking with Tracy Kramer. She's Republican, running for uh, Hastert Street Twenty Two, which stretches from Woodburn, the Long I-5, down into Salem. Has the voter registration changed very much in this uh, district in terms of redistricting, or did they still kind of leave it Democrat-oriented? It is. So in this particular district, the Democrat uh, voting is definitely higher than the Republican, um, from what we can tell. However, uh, this district is the lowest voting uh outcome in all of Oregon. So it's a very low, um, you know, people just are not getting out there and voting. Um, so that's one thing to really take into consideration. The other thing is, is actually the non-affiliated voters in this particular district is higher than Democrat or Republican. So we have the best chance um, really to flipping the seat. We absolutely can do it, especially with what's going on and the non-affiliated voters you know, that basically means that individuals are going to really consider what's going on in their district and take a look at the leadership that is, um, you know, at fault of what's currently happening. And I think that's a rude awakening. I really think that people are fed up and it's time for a different leadership. Well, fair enough. Um, now, so what are you doing uh to, to get elected, are, are you out going door to door? You going to meetings? What What are you doing to convince Republicans that they should support you? Yeah, yeah, I I haven't gone door to door yet. Um, that will be happening soon. Um, 
I'm getting as involved as I can. So, you know, on a daily basis, I have meetings set up, uh, meetings with different committees. Uh, I was at the commissioner meeting that took place, I believe, two days ago. I was at the farm, the Oregon Farm Bureau meeting last night. Um, I am meeting again with the Freedom Believers, which is um, a, a large uh, Russian uh, group. Yes. That has been phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm really tapping into everything I can in the community. Uh, I'll have more events. I did have a kickoff party. So, of course, invited, you know, everyone I could think of <laughs> um, and had some sign pickup events, which we'll be having more of, of that as well. Um, I've been hitting it hard. I have been doing everything I can to get out there, to connect with the, the community. Like I said, I'm born and raised here, so I do know, you know, some, pe- some people. I, I graduated from Jervis, so a smaller school, but um, that's been really fun to actually reconnect with a lot of high school friends that I haven't talked to in, in a little while. So um, I've, been, I've been hitting this so hard. Like I said, we have such a great chance of really turning the seat, but it's going to have to take somebody who's going to fight for it. And I completely understand that. And that's what I'm doing. Right. Very good. Uh, so do you have a website, uh, Facebook page, that kind of thing? I do. Yes, I have um, both. Uh, Tracy Kramer, it's Kramer with a C, C-R-A-M-E-R. Um, my website's tracyfororegon.com. Um, spelling is T-R-A-C-Y-F-O-R. O-R-E-G-O-N.com. Tracy for Oregon.com. Let me bring that up here. And I will include that, by the way, on our podcast, because we podcast this uh, every day. There's a great picture of you and your uh, family there. Uh, yeah, so it's Tracy for Oregon.com. <laughs> Ah, right. <laughs> Missing the baby, but <laughs> right. we've had some pictures done recently. We'll have to update it. <laughs> uh, indeed. All right. So where where are you on the Second Amendment? Where are you on abortion? Uh, I have been endorsed by Oregon Right to Life. So okay, um, I believe that life believes that conception, and I definitely will fight to to protect that. Second Amendment, I don't know if you could meet someone um as pro second amendment as my husband <laughs> um which there also lies my heart so um these are things that we have to protect and have to fight for in this age, you know more so than maybe in the past um so i i'm i'm very pro second amendment and um and uh, abortion hits my heart really hard i'm like I said, I, I've been endorsed by Oregon Right to Life, so those are things I'm I'm willing to um, to fight for and protect. So I I just got an email from a one of our listeners that is a um, state employee who shall never be named, and these are questions that that there's a question that he would ask. So I'll ask you: What are the three most pressing issues in Oregon? And what specific and concrete steps will you take to resolve them? Mm-hmm. So I think we kind of nailed it maybe the first time around with the education, but I, I really am very passionate about this one. This one is going downhill quickly, in my opinion. So that's definitely one of the top things that I'm very passionate about and very concerned about. 
Uh, clearly, as a mom of three young kids, this is something that is at the top of my list. Um, so that's definitely within the top three. Um, you know, Oregon has been hit hard in so many ways. So homeless, I think that's a huge issue that we need to address. Uh, I'm in rural Oregon, and they're at my back door. <laughs> right. Um, right. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's that's this is not okay. You drive down, you know, certain areas, and it's it's absolutely insane. You know, at this point, they're getting hit on the side of the road. Um, you know, this is a this is a big problem, and policy, obviously, of what's been in place and and what the leadership has been doing is not working. So um, we have to redirect that or revisit it. We need to look at the policy that's not working. Um, we need to look at policies maybe in other areas that do work and really implement and fight to implement that. So I do think that's a big issue. Um, the, uh, All right, Tracy, unfortunately, we're at the end of our time. Thank you for joining okay. us. And again, folks, Thank her website... You is tracyfororegon.com t-r-a-c-y for oregon.com tracy good luck out there be blessed and uh, you. we'll Thank talk you so to you later. you bet tracyfororegon.com back in a moment Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back great to be with you. It is Thursday. And um, we just had that interesting interview. This is... Friends, what you heard from Tracy is what's happening all over Oregon, all over the country. People are just waking up to what's going on. Yeah, and education has a lot to do with it, but it's so much more than that. It's just this general feeling that America's just running in the wrong direction here. And certainly Oregon is running in the wrong direction. And this has to be fixed and it has to be fixed soon. And if we don't fix it, everything that America has traditionally held dear is in jeopardy. Absolutely in jeopardy. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails always to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. And I'll try my best to read them on the air, like the one I got from Kim. On Sebastian Gorka, Black Lives Matter, buying mansions for the founders all over the country. How much of the money was being used to improve the lives of black people? It's a fair question to ask. They're a private organization. Nobody has to audit them. Hundreds of millions of dollars were given to Black Lives Matter by woke corporations, all trying to capitalize on the George Floyd momentum, all of that. 
And then she writes on Charlie Kirk uncovering and preventing election fraud. TrueTheVote.org. If you haven't been following this, you should. They're uncovering more and more fraud that is, well, you can't say it ain't happening because there's video of it, folks. People stuffing the ballot box. Nothing new here. They just did it in a different way. Pfeiffer Roofing, folks, is this great local company that's been in business here, second generation family owned. They've been in business here in the Mid Valley area since 1978. They've grown into one of the largest and most respected roofing companies around. Why? Because they're really good at what they do. When it comes to roof replacement, fixing your leaking roof, cleaning your roof, gutter systems, and this great product, Roof Max, which seals up your asphalt shingle roof and gives it new life. Comes with a five-year guarantee, by the way. Pfeiffer Roofing can meet all your roofing needs. We are going to have a period, a lot of rain over the next week is what is predicted. If your roof is leaking, you need to get it fixed right away. Give them a call. They'll come out and give you a free estimate of what it's going to take to get it fixed. 503-647-4725. 647-4725. Or check out their website, PfeifferRoofing.com. P-F-E-I-F-E-R Roofing. Dot com. This article um, about Betsy, by the way, uh, is in the Daily Beast. Talks about, well, it quotes Newt Bueller, right? And Newt, of course, after the January 6th so-called riot, uh, became an independent and said that the party Republican Party is deeply damaged following the Trump administration. Sorting out the process of what happens after Trump. We're not there yet. Folks, this party is still Trump's party. I got news for you, Newt. And the damage, quote unquote, the damage of the Trump administration is only what the left would think. And only what you would hear from the never Trumpers. Because right now, after the damage, the real damage, the substantive damage to the lives of Americans in their pocketbook, in what they're saying, Newt, the whole reason that Tracy Kramer and moms like her are running for office all over Oregon and all over moms and dads, all over America, is because of real damage done by Biden, not by Trump. You're way behind the curve, Newt. Now, of course, they talk about the Republican primary. Reed Christensen is, quote unquote, under federal indictment for allegedly assaulting police officer at the January 6th insurrection, they call it. Stan Pulliam, of course, has admitted that he was once part of a Portland Swingers Club. Uh, many others in the crowded field, the Republican field, continue to embrace Trump while others are more quiet about. So Bueller endorsed Johnson. Meanwhile, Democrats recognize Johnson's poll. And then they talk about this new um, group that was formed, and, and Betsy sent out this email to attack her, okay? Here's the thing.
A Democratic source told the Daily Beast that dwindling Johnson's support among the left is simply about messaging. They think that, again, they are saying that showcasing Johnson's conservative record will highlight deal breaker issues for Democrats. While simultaneously promoting Republicans to vote for her instead of her own nominee. She says, and she said this in her email, I'm not going to give up on the state I love without one H-E double toothpick of a fight. She said, I just won't do it. Now, having said that, the thing is, this is the Demo- this is a, a leftist publication, The Daily Beast. They approach these things from a leftist viewpoint. You can expect that they would take the Newt Bueller approach to these things. It's the wrong approach. You would expect that they would parrot that Johnson has a conservative voting record. Only on some things. Not on a lot of other things. She's a very liberal voting record on other things. Some of which she has repudiated, some of which she has not. The bottom line is going to be this. Is she going to be able to appeal to Democrat voters more than she would appeal to Republican voters? That's going to be the key here. Only time will tell. I think Democrats are missing Again, I think that the real attack they can have that hurts her is to accuse her of corruption. I think that that's what they're going to do. They're not talking about that. Everything else is highlighting the conservative record, blah, blah, blah. They think they can pull more Republican votes by doing that. I think they're entirely and completely wrong. I think they're going to find out the hard way. That's not how you beat Betsy Johnson have to accuse her of being corrupt and then show some proof of it and if you can't do that you're not going to beat her and she's going to take more votes from you democrat join us tomorrow folks tomorrow is freedom friday where you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about then keep praying for the state keep praying for this nation tomorrow friends make it a quick day no living, no,